Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another exciting edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you as always on a Saturday morning talking all things Florida Panthers hockey. And in the next hour, we've got a lot to send your way. The Panthers heading into tonight's matchup. We're in Edmonton, by the way, game four on a five-game road trip tonight for the Panthers. Going to be a 10 o'clock Eastern time face-off, 9.30 Panthers preview across the radio network. We invite you to join us for that one if you're tuned in in Miami-Dade and Broward counties, AM 790. WAXY, your place to tune in tonight. We'll have it all covered for you, and you can always find us on the Panthers app as well. Download that new Panthers app, the brand new home for all things Panthers hockey. Stay up to date on everything. Also makes it so easy to catch the radio broadcast every single game. There's a button in the top right corner on the main screen that says radio. Hit that, and you'll be able to get our broadcast each and every game. So that's what's up immediately for the Panthers tonight in Edmonton. We're going to preview tonight's game with a couple of special guests coming up as the show rolls on. In segment number two, Jack Michaels is going to stop by, longtime broadcaster for the Edmonton Oilers. You catch him most of the time on the TV side on Sportsnet. One of my favorites, great friend in the business. Jack Michaels is going to stop by, give us the Oilers' perspective ahead of tonight's matchup. That's going to be in segment number two. Coming up before the end of the hour, Jameson Olive is going to be stopping by and we'll talk all things Panthers, get the Panthers in, we'll dissect the road trip, talk about some of the latest news and notes from the Panthers side of things. So all that coming up as we roll along and here in just a couple of moments, we will recap the week that was for the Panthers. Panthers three games into this road trip, game four on the trip is tonight. Quick look at the road ahead for the Panthers. I mentioned tonight Edmonton's going to be a 10 o'clock Eastern time face-off. Panthers will finish out the road trip with a game in Calgary at the Saddledome coming up on Monday night, 9.30 Eastern face-off for that one. 9 o'clock Panthers preview across the radio network. Wherever you join us tonight, you can listen to the game on Monday night. Panthers then return home two games before the Christmas break. Thursday at 7, the Panthers will be home against the St. Louis Blues. And then a week from today at 3 o'clock, a much-anticipated first matchup for the Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights since the Stanley Cup Final. Again, a 3 o'clock face-off a week from today at Amaranth Bank Arena. You don't want to miss any of the action for the Panthers on home ice, FloridaPanthers.com, SeatGeek.com, 954-835-PUCK. Your places to get your Panthers tickets. So again, 
Lots to get to as we roll through this edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Folks, the shopping days are running out. Get our holiday hat trick packages and catch all the savings. Three Panthers games for just $75. Choose from our Victor hat trick package or Stanley hat trick package. It's available while supplies last. Go to floridapanthers.com slash offers. Well, the Panthers opened up this road trip back on Sunday in Columbus. The Panthers came out of that game with a 5 to victory to kick off the trip and well here are the highlights from that one a 5-2 win in Columbus on Sunday as they aired on the Florida Panthers radio network Alexander Barkoff there for the Panthers gives to Verhage he's bumped by Patrick Line loose back in behind the net Reinhardt in front Verhage forcing a shot he scores and the Panthers are on the board a minute and two seconds into the game one nothing Panthers Gus Forsling finds the back of the net off to the far side, Barkov holds it in for the Panthers out of the far circle. Forsling back up top, a shot tipped out front, they score! Reinhardt let it go, it took a deflection in front, and the Panthers take a 2-1 lead. Looked like it was Carter Verhage who got a stick on that out in front, and the Panthers, just like that, respond and get the one-goal lead back on their side. 50 seconds of the power play, Bennett into the offensive end, Kachuk left side, leaves it at the line, it's Montour down here to the corner. Kachuk back out to Montour. Montour across the line. Kachuk top of the near circle. Wrist shot deflecting loose. Reinhardt jams at it. Out in the blue paint and they score. Barkov in close. Jams it in. And the Panthers take a 3-1 lead. Johnny Gaudreau. He'll dump it down near corner. Nico Mikula there first. Wrapped up by Marchenko. Mikula chops it up the near side. Takes a bounce. Kachuk. He'll fling it into the neutral zone. All the way down to our left on the empty net. He scores. From along the boards, Matthew Kachuk out of his own end, picked it up, flipped it the length, and he gives the Panthers the two-goal lead once again. It's 4-2. Off the faceoff, Puck takes a bounce out to the line, scooped up and sent down the ice. On the empty net, they score, and it's at Tulowost Arena this time, sending it all the way down, and the Panthers take a 5-2 lead with 1-0-1 to play. Texier hands it back into his own end. Juracek there. He's going to hold it for the... Remainder of regulation time. The final seconds tick away. And the Panthers, winners today here in Columbus. 5-2 the final score for the Panthers. That's three consecutive victories. And they start this five-game road trip with a win here this afternoon in Columbus. 5-2 Panthers over the Blue Jackets. So a big 5-2 win for the Panthers in Columbus to open the trip on Sunday. The Panthers then went to Seattle. They fell 4-0 on Tuesday night in Game 2 of the road trip, and then that would send the Panthers on to Vancouver. Before Thursday's game in Vancouver, though, there was a ceremony. Roberto Luongo, longtime Panther, longtime Vancouver Canuck, now special advisor to Panthers general manager Bill Zito, part of the Panthers organization, a huge part of the Panthers history. He was entered into the Vancouver Canucks Ring of Honor, and there was a big ceremony pregame. Here was Roberto Luongo as the ceremony was approaching when he spoke to the media before the game. That was Thursday morning. Looking through things through the social media, people are sending me stuff, so uh, it's been great. Uh, you know, reminiscing through all the uh, the years that uh, that I spent here, the great memories and uh, the funny things that have happened <laughs> while I was here as well. So. Uh, um, I'm just, you know, really excited to be here. Um, I know my wife and kids are as well, so uh, we're, we're looking forward to the evening. It was the most important stretch of my career. Uh, I think, um, you know, it was when I was in my prime. Uh, you know, we had a great team. We, uh, we were in the playoffs. We made a you know, a run to the cup. 
uh, playing the Olympics in the city, uh, which is unbelievable when you think about it, you know, uh, that it all came together like that. So uh, it's a huge, huge part of my life. Um, always will be. A great ceremony. That was Roberto Luongo on Thursday morning, the lead-up to the ceremony that took place pregame on Thursday. Panthers, though, fell on Thursday by a 4-0 score to the Vancouver Canucks. And now as we look back at that game, here's some immediate reaction. This is Panthers captain Alexander Barkov first on what he saw as the big factors in that last Panthers game on Thursday night. Well, they're a fast team. They create plays. They're trying to create plays every shift, so... Uh, I wouldn't say like we got outplayed, but at the same time it's for nothing. There's no like no no excuses. We just gotta defend a little better and be a little better offensively. And like I said, like be be more uh, be harder to play in uh, both zones. So Panthers captain Alexander Barkov there. Here he is again on how to bounce back as the Panthers get set for their next game, which, by the way, is going to be tonight at 10 Eastern in Edmonton. Just forget about this. Obviously, like we, we've had some some chances, but uh, not enough chances. Uh, both both teams are good defensively, so they're playing really well defensively, and it was hard to hard to get to the net and just couldn't, couldn't score today either. But right now we just got to... Forget about this and start from the new page. More thoughts post-game after Thursday's loss in Vancouver. Here's Panthers head coach Paul Maurice. Well, these are different games than, than the Seattle game. We were, it was a one nothing game in Seattle for the longest time. We were pretty good there. We did some usually unusually foolish things that we just don't do. And, and then you saw them kind of pinnacle on the 3-0 goal. And we just weren't right tonight. And um, I think you have those games. I don't think it's related to the Seattle game. Prior to that, we had won three in a row. We weren't very good here tonight, but in a highly unusual way. And I'll take solace in that fact when we look at it that uh, we don't do a lot of the things that we did tonight. I don't want to say it's easy to fix. It's, it's fairly easy to identify. You know, you can't bring casually bring the puck back into our end of the ice, turn it over, and watch it go in our net. That would be against team rules, right? So we have... Some handful of things that we do well, none of which you got to see tonight. Um, and we'll try to apply that better in, in Edmonton. Panthers upended by the Canucks back on Thursday, 4-0. Panthers outshot Vancouver 36-18 in the game. Just ran into a hot goalie there. Thatcher Demko of Vancouver pitched the shutout. And as Paul Morey said, Panthers look to bounce back tonight. That's their next game. Tonight in Edmonton will drop the puck at 10 Eastern on the air with Panthers preview at 9.30 tonight. Coming up next to talk about tonight's matchup from the Oilers' perspective, Jack Michaels is going to stop by, longtime Oilers broadcaster. A little bit later on, James Sonala from FloridaPanthers.com will stop by as well. Doug Plagan's with you. It's the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, everybody. Panthers Insider Show. It's Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Panthers hockey on a Saturday morning as always. Lots to get to here in this episode of Panthers Insider. We recap the week that was last segment. We've got Jamison Olive from the Territory Talk podcast and FloridaPanthers.com coming up a little bit later on here in the program. We'll talk all things Panthers. We'll keep talking all things Panthers. Reminder, though, folks, it's time for our save of the game, and I'm giving it to you early. This is uh, the save of the game at FLATeamShop.com. Use the code JERSEY23. Get free shipping on all Adidas player jerseys. Don't miss your chance to get your jersey shipped for free. Offer expires tonight at 11.59 p.m. So act now. I'm giving it to you early. FLATeamShop.com. Still some shopping days left with the holiday season upon us. The Panthers are back home on Thursday against St. Louis at 7. So you want to make sure you have the best gear for all the Panthers games coming up later in the week and into the second half of the season. FLATeamShop.com is your place to go. And you can celebrate the holiday season with your Panthers. The Panthers stock stuffer pass has come to town get access to six panthers home games for just 198 bucks while supplies last go to floridapanthers.com slash offers talking all things panthers hockey panthers back on the ice tonight game four this five game road trip they'll be in edmonton tonight the panthers will take on the edmonton oilers it's going to be a 10 o'clock eastern time face off 9 30 we're on the air with panthers preview of course and you can join us if you're listening in Miami-Dade and Broward counties on AM790 WAXY. You can also catch us on the Panthers app. Makes it so easy to tune in each and every game. And here to talk about the opposing view tonight, Panthers taking on the Edmonton Oilers for the second and final time in the regular season. Longtime Oilers broadcaster, the TV voice of the Oilers on Sportsnet, Jack Michaels, my friend and yours, kind enough to stop by. Jack, how are you this morning as you get ready for uh, part two of the Panthers-Oilers season series tonight? Well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, kind of an Edmonton vengeance tour, redemptive tour homestand. The Oilers were able to avenge an early season loss to Carolina. Uh, they didn't get it got done against Tampa, and now they'll have a shot to wrap up the six-game homestand as their schedule kind of a polar opposite of Florida's right now. They're finishing up a six-game homestand against the Panthers, and similar to Tampa Bay, I mean, Edmonton feels that let Florida off the hook last time, led 2-0, 3-2, ultimately dissolved into a 5-3 setback. These two teams usually play highly competitive, one-goal type of games. I'm not expecting anything else tonight. Jack Michaels here with us talking Panthers-Oilers tonight from the Edmonton side of things. So a few things to get to, Jack, because the Oilers have obviously been a, a team a lot of people have been focused on, and they always are just because of the star power that they have, for one. But uh, the Edmonton Oilers that the Panthers are seeing tonight, I know, as you mentioned, the Oilers were upended by the Lightning back on Thursday in their most recent game. But prior to that, they were the hottest team in the league, winning eight straight. So this is an Oilers team coming from a little bit of a different place than they were the last time these two teams played in Sunrise when the Panthers 
beat Edmonton. That was uh, earlier this season. But if you had to look at this Oilers team now compared to then, obviously the coaching change had just happened the last time these two teams played. A lot of the personnel is the same. What's been working for Edmonton Thursday's game, notwithstanding on that eight-game win streak? Well, and again, even Thursday's game, Chris Knobloch, the new head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, who's still 10-4, and four, uh, the other night against Tampa was his first loss at home. But he said, look, I mean, you know, sometimes you play well and you can't get focused on the outcome. And this is going to be the story of, of the Thursday night clash against Tampa. I mean, he wrote it off. He said, look, you know, you fire a club record 57 shots on net. You dominate Tampa, you know, in virtually every phase. But, you know, what happened was third period. And in the two third periods against Tampa this year, they were outscored nine to two. Now, three of those were empty netters, but they had the lead. And the same can be said for Florida. Now, I know the Panthers had wrestled back the lead by the end of the second period, but you know as well as I do, Doug, the coach is never happy when you let a 2 nothing lead get away. Mm. I mean, in the NHL, you're supposed to close those games out. So I would suggest to you that prior to Thursday night, Edmonton's strength had been closing games out. In fact, you look at this Oiler club, and I know those eight straight wins came by a whopping 38-13. So they were getting it done offensively. But the 13 for me was just as impressive as the 38 because it comes in an eight-game period, and it comes by virtue of a club not necessarily known for its defensive prowess. But that's, in fact, what's been the biggest turnaround, shot suppression in particular. The Oilers have allowed 27 or fewer shots in nine of their last 10 games. Their penalty kill had eradicated 26 in a row at home. Now, Tampa throws it around pretty well, as, as you well, well know, having mm-hmm. you know a firsthand view of that four or five times a year. So this is, you know, this is a club that's playing much better defensively. I hate to say it because you and I enjoy these two teams getting up and after it. I mean, I think Florida and Edmonton have been known for their high-octane offense the last four or five years. But I think you'll also concede the point, and I hate to do it, but the Panthers and the Oilers win the most games when their goals against are down and when they're getting solid goaltending. And and Stuart Skinner had an off night against Tampa, but prior to that, he had won you know seven straight with a goals against of 934. And I just look at what Florida did in the playoffs last year. You know, again, there were a number of factors involved, but you can't tell me that Bobrovsky going on the heater that he did in the postseason wasn't probably the biggest factor. So, again, goaltending, special teams, defense, uh, the power play is rolling right now for Edmonton. Uh, They've scored in all but one of their last 10 games, and they're they're rolling along at about a 43% rate over that stretch. So again, the league's best power play ever last year has returned to form. Basically everything's returned to form. I mean, Connor McDavid, believe it or not, was struggling when Edmonton matched up with Florida. Now I know he had a goal in the game, but he was sitting in the top 90 in scoring. Now, you know, he's ripped off one of his usual, you know, 11 game runs. He's got 26 points over that stretch. So again, it's the usual suspects, very similar to Florida. When, when the Panthers are on a roll, their top-end players are the elite of the elite, and they're getting superlative goaltending from Sergei Bobrovsky. And that's what's been critical on Edmonton's turnaround. Their elite players have returned to being elite, and Stuart Skinner has given them saves when needed. 
Jack Michaels here with us on Panthers Insider. It's the Panthers and the Edmonton Oilers coming your way tonight. We'll have it all for you beginning at 9.30 with Panthers Preview Eastern Time, of course. We'll drop the puck shortly after 10 o'clock. Jack will be calling the game over on the Edmonton TV side this evening. So getting his view from the uh, opposing side here as we get ready for the game tonight. But, uh, Jack, you mentioned Connor McDavid there, Leon Dreisaitl as well. The two of them, they're both must-see TV for any hockey fan, not just folks there in Alberta, but anybody watching the game. I know you mentioned that Connor McDavid overcome a little bit of an uncharacteristic uh, slump early in the season. But I I've got to ask you, because we only see the Oilers twice a year, uh, do these uh, – I guess we should say we only see them twice a year in person. We see them on uh, on television, things like that, certainly get an appreciation there. But you've seen these guys their entire careers. Do they still do things night to night that bring you out of your seat that maybe even uh, you haven't seen before? I, yes, but I, I also can't help myself that I end up, you know, getting a little bit spoiled. I mean, there's there's no question that prolonged exposure – in some ways leads to less appreciation. And, you know, that's certainly the case with these two because they're so dynamic uh, and they're completely different players. I mean, Leon Dreisaitl, when at his best, is a guy who could move for sure, but he's the preeminent power center iceman in the league. I mean, you can't get the puck from him. He's a nightmare down low. You, you know, when he spreads those shoulders out, I think he's got the widest range in the league. He's just a nightmare, you know, he's a nightmare matchup for almost anyone in the league because the skilled guys can't get through him and the power guys can't keep up with him. Uh, so, you know, you, that's a that's a dangerous combination. McDavid has the elite speed and more than anything, it's his ability to do things at that speed. Uh, you know, we've seen guys who are arguably, you know, close to as fast or you know, in, at least in the same stratosphere. But we haven't seen guys make plays with a puck at that speed the way McDavid is. And that's where he becomes the 2.0 of the game's quote-unquote generational players. So, uh, you know, they're still two of the best players in the league. Connor McDavid is the best player in the league. Leon Dreisaitl is often the second best player in the league. And I think Dreisaitl, again, you know, to make a comparison between these two clubs, because I think essentially they're very similar, even though they play in different conferences and only see each other twice a year in the sense that they've got an underappreciated player. I, you know, Leon Dreisaitl's won an MVP and he's won a scoring title in, in that regard. He might have a leg up on Sasha Barkov, but again, I, I still think it's quite possible even at this stage of his career that a guy like Alexander Barkov or even Dreisaitl is somewhat underappreciated. Florida, you know, because of the market, and I would say Dreisaitl because of the presence of McDavid. So, you know, you've got two teams that are high octane, that are at their best when their defense and their goaltending holds up for them, uh, because these are clubs that are going to score three goals on most nights. I, that's just that's just a fact. I mean, there's there's some depth in scoring there. And that's another thing I'll say, Doug, in, in terms of Edmonton's turnaround. You know, their fourth line has been exceptional lately. Uh, they've gotten seven goals over the last 14 games. Uh, they've gotten some key goals on this homestand. And similar to Florida, when you're getting secondary contributions on a team already loaded with some real big guns up front, you become that much more lethal. And I've got bad news for you, buddy. I'm going to be up in the press box with you. So you are going to get 
speaking of prolonged exposure, you're going to see me tonight uh, because I'm going to be doing the game on the radio. Jack Michaels here with us and uh, looking forward to being in opposing radio booths uh, uh, opposite you. It'll be uh, be like the old Idaho Steelheads, Alaska Aces days. Uh, many, yeah, except many except no uh, except no breakfast sandwich unless you can somehow find me one in Edmonton that measures up to those we used to have in Boise. I that, still dream of those. I I, I, I was hooked. I know Mister. I know Mister Health Food, Mister. Dougie in shape, probably didn't touch it. Or if he did, he found a way to work out for like six hours to make sure the calories didn't go to his waistline. But I love those things. They were good breakfast burritos. Uh, that deal, I don't even think that deal didn't last the the extent of my time in uh, in Idaho. And regardless, uh, Jack, getting ready for the uh, for the game tonight. Uh, you've touched on some key points, but we'll leave you on this one. Uh, the most important element to the game, in your mind, for for either team, what's going to be the X factor tonight? The biggest key when the Panthers meet the Oilers this evening is both teams are looking for bounce backs tonight. Yeah, I mean, again, both teams are coming off pretty good games uh, where they outshot the opponent handily. I think Florida only gave up one shot to Vancouver in the entire third period the other night. And, uh, you know, obviously the score played a role in that where where the Canucks were kind of playing prevent and, and the Panthers were pushing. But bottom line is, I, I think, you know, for these two teams, I, you know, I would say, you know, whoever defends better. I, I think the offense is you know, match up fairly well. I, I, I do think Edmonton as, as it always has, has an advantage of, you know, high end elite skill. But again, when you start talking about a top five of Verhage, Barkoff, Bennett, Reinhardt, Kachuk, and I know, I know Sam's coming off an injury and isn't quite what he is, but he's still, you know, a real solid power forward. You know, Florida's got some real depth there. And when I think back to the last meeting, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, Dougie, but, you know, Kevin Stenlin got a big goal. That mm -hmm. might have been the game winner, as a matter of fact. Nico Mikola scored twice. So Florida had the depth scoring on that particular evening, and it made all the difference in the world. So I think this game is going to be sawed off in terms of high-end elite skill, and I would put it on – you know, special teams, goaltending, and depth scoring. I think there's going to be someone deeper down the lineup who decides this one. Jack Michaels here with us. Well, Jack, we look forward to uh, seeing you tonight at the arena. We thank you as always. It's kind of become an annual tradition. You're uh, you're stopping by the Panthers Insider Show to help preview a Panthers-Oilers clash. So, uh, as always, Jack, we thank you very much for your time and look forward to seeing you tonight. All right, I will, Doug, but stop doing so many push-ups and pull-ups. You're making the other broadcasters in the league feel bad about themselves. I'll, I'll, I'll try to take a few days off. I'll take a few days off, and then uh, and, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, Jack Michaels, longtime friend of the business, and, uh, and again, a great broadcaster. We thank him very much for his time. Jack, thanks for stopping by. Folks, tis the season. Celebrate the holidays with your Panthers coming up on Thursday and Saturday when the Panthers return home. Thursday, the Panthers have the Blues at 7, and then Saturday, the Panthers at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's the first matchup 
for the Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights since the Cup Final. So that's coming up a week from today. Enjoy our limited time holiday sips and surprises. You can always get your tickets at floridapanthers.com, seatgeek.com, 954-835-PUCK. Folks, we're going to step aside. We'll come back. Jamison Olive is going to join us on the other side of the break. We'll keep talking Panthers hockey. Jamison joining us from the Territory Talk podcast and floridapanthers.com. He's up next. Lots more to go. Doug Plagan's here with you talking Panthers hockey on Saturday morning. It's the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, everybody. Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you, as always. Big thanks, Jack Michaels, for joining us in the last segment to give us the Oilers perspective. Panthers and the Edmonton Oilers on the ice tonight. It's going to be a 10 o'clock Eastern time faceoff, 9.30 Panthers preview for the pregame coverage. And, of course, you can catch us on AM790 WAXY if you're in Miami-Dade and Broward counties. The Panthers app takes all the guesswork out of it, so get the Panthers app. There's a radio button in the top right corner. Hit that. You'll get our broadcast for each and every Panthers game. Lots of different ways to tune in. We invite you to tune in tonight. Again, 9.30 pregame, 10 o'clock faceoff. Panthers and the Oilers from Edmonton. Happy holidays, Cats fans. Celebrate the season with a special group's holiday package for select upcoming games. Bring your friends and spread the holiday holiday cheer with your Panthers. Get your special holiday photo when you purchase today. Go to floridapanthers.com slash groups for more information. And remember, folks, you can celebrate the holidays with the Cats Thursday and then Saturday, a week from today, when the Panthers take on the Blues and the Vegas Golden Knights. Enjoy limited time holiday sips and surprises Secure your tickets today at FloridaPanthers.com. Not a surprise because I said at the end of the last segment that he was going to be joining us, but kind enough to stop by from the Territory Talk podcast from FloridaPanthers.com from the second intermission of every Panthers radio broadcast. My friend and yours, Jamison Olive, here with us to talk all things Panthers. Again, Panthers and Edmonton on the ice tonight. We'll talk about that a little bit in just a few moments. The Panthers and the Oilers saw each other in sunrise Earlier in the season, Panthers overcame an early deficit, won that game. 
Edmonton coming from a little different place now as they approach the matchup tonight. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Jamison, three games into the season-long five-game trip here for the Panthers, a trip through Western Canada. Panthers getting set to take on the Oilers tonight. But uh, a trip started in Columbus with a win. Panthers tripped up a couple of times here. Seattle and then Vancouver most recently back on Thursday. Uh, any overarching takeaways from these? I think you look at this and maybe it is the the biggest, uh, I guess, piece of adversity the Panthers have had to overcome on the season, but it is only two losses, and it's a lot easier to regroup when you've put yourself in a spot like the Panthers have with the record they have 17-10-2 heading into tonight. Yeah, and it goes to show you what a good season it's been when the Panthers lose two in a row, and we all kind of scratch our heads and say, what's going on here? So I guess that's a positive there, but uh, you know, the loss to Seattle, the loss uh, to Vancouver. Two very different losses. You look at that game against Seattle. I think Seattle's played a great game. They lost eight in a row. Um, they were at home. They're a proud team. They were a good team last year. They played great defensively. They clogged up the middle. They didn't get the Panthers much on offense. Joey Decord made the big saves when he had to, and they won that game. You then go to Vancouver, um, and a very, very different game. I think that was just a very disjointed Panthers team. Uh, a lot of weird things happened that game. Obviously, the Bobrovsky turnover is something um, that definitely stood out. Never see that from Bob. He's a Hall of Famer. That's just something you're probably never going to see again in his career. So weird little things like that. But the Panthers were kind of you know behind the eight ball a little bit just in terms of comfortability. It felt like for that entire game because before the game even starts, they lose Anton Lundell. He was out with an illness. Um, and then right before the game starts, he took warm-ups and then didn't play. Jonah Gadjevich, uh, also out with an illness. So they ran 11-7 and for the first time this season. They lost Sam Bennett for a good chunk after he took a puck to the face. They lost Aaron Eckblad for the entire third period. So... So many things were just moving around, and this team has been so stable for a good chunk of the season ever since. Even before, you know, Ekblad and Montour and Bennett came back, they were stable with the guys that were in there. Not much was changing. Then those guys came back, and then they were stable with the new setup, whereas that game was just kind of a fire drill in a lot of ways. And even then, even then, though, they didn't give up much. You know, yes, the Vancouver Canucks got four goals, but the Panthers defensively didn't give them a lot to work with. Um, the shot suppression was still there. Same thing against Seattle. Even in these losses, they're not straying too much from their defensive structure. Maybe they're making more mistakes, you know, little outlier type things like that, but full 60 minute structure still there. So I guess that's a positive as well. Um, but we know the cats are going to get this back. You know, they've been shut out twice in a row. It's not going to happen a third time. Feel free to come back at me if that happens, but I don't think it's going to happen a third time, but they got a lot of weapons. Obviously, Reinhardt Barkov at the top, Matthew Kachuk, uh, Sam Bennett, they're due to heat up and, you know, get some goals start going their way as well. Um, so not too concerned, but definitely I think some things you maybe you can pick and learn from these two games. He is at Jamison Coop on, uh, on the platform formerly known as Twitter, but I'm with you there, Jamison. I like the Panthers' chances to bounce back in Edmonton tonight. The Oilers are coming off uh, having their eight-game win streak snapped. Tampa Bay put seven on the board. A couple empty netters, but they did put seven on the board against uh, the Oilers back on Thursday night. Again, we'll talk a little bit more about that matchup coming up here in just a moment. I know you mentioned the Seattle game. Seattle had been struggling, but then you saw – the way they followed up their win over the Panthers with a convincing win over the Chicago Blackhawks. So maybe the Seattle crack in a playoff team from a year ago with a lot of the same personnel, same coach, maybe they're just getting their feet under them and, and starting to get things rolling. And, and Vancouver, a quick thought on, on them, because this was a team that maybe coming out of the gate caught some people off guard, but uh, they look like they look like a team that's going to be a force and, and going to be in the mix for, for years to come under Rick Tockett over in the Pacific. They do, and the funny thing is I think they, paid, they played the Panthers in, what, the fourth or fifth game uh, of this season and that was kind of at the time when the narrative was still the Canucks aren't going to have a good year they're not a good team yeah they got some players but this isn't the year 
Whereas, you know, after that game, Paul Murray said, no, they're a pretty darn good team. I don't know what anyone's talking about. And ever since then, they've been a pretty darn good team, one of the best teams in the Western Conference. And they got so many good key pieces already. Obviously, Quinn Hughes is, is a number one defenseman. He's one of the top defensemen in the league, probably maybe right now front runner for the Norris Trophy, I would think, him and Kale McCarr over in Colorado. So a big piece in the back end to build around. Thatcher Demko, that was his mm-hmm. third shutout of the season the other night. He's really coming into his own. He's been a good goaltender for a long time, but this could be maybe be the season for Thatcher Demko where everything really does come together and maybe he you know, vies for the Vesna Trophy. Um, then you got a, a bunch of other pieces. Elias Pettersson, one of the best young forwards in the league. JT Miller, you know, they wanted to run him out of town there for a little bit, and now he's leaving the team in scoring. And sometimes that's just what happens. Things just fall into place. Um, they've done a really good job. I was actually surprised when I got there and sat down in the press box and you know saw the lineup in front of me on paper. I'm like, you know what? The Canucks are a lot deeper team than people are giving them credit for. they got a lot of players on each and every line, each and every D pairing. Uh, they got Zadaroff. That was a great trade, picking him up, him up from the Calgary Flames. So um, the Canucks, you know, we're done seeing him this year for the Panthers. That was that was two times season series over. But a team that if things go crazy, maybe they see him again all the way in the playoffs at the very end. But uh, a team that I definitely think will be in the playoffs, the Vancouver Canucks. And a team that obviously is talked about a lot in their market, but maybe a victim of geography as well in some ways because a lot of folks on the East Coast aren't staying up till 10, 1030 every night to uh, to catch those games. But he's Jamison Olive. We're talking Florida Panthers. Panthers, of course, most recent opponent was the uh, Vancouver Canucks back on Thursday. Jamison Olive, Florida Panthers. Com, the Territory Talk podcast. And uh, and I know Roberto Luongo's number retired in Sunrise, but uh, it's it's always cool to see Lou get some love and get in front of the fans. And he was able to, to talk about some old memories from his time in, in Vancouver there the other night. But uh, but cool to see him get that get that recognition as he went into the Canucks Ring of Honor the other night as well. And, and I know uh, he's an important part of both franchises' histories. He is, but I got, I got to point out first, I think Victim of Geography would be a great either band name or a pop punk song maybe. It just sounds good. I like that. Um, but yeah, Roberto Luongo, speaking of sounding good, um, we should honor him every year. Every team should find a reason to honor Lou every year because the ceremonies are always great. And anytime you can give Roberto Luongo a mic and, you know, eight to 10 minutes airtime, he's going to do something with it. It's going to be funny. It's going to be, you know, t- tug at the heartstrings. Um, he means a lot to, obviously, you see what he means to Vancouver, he, what he means to the Panthers, but he just means a lot to hockey, I think. Uh, even if you weren't a fan of those teams, Lou had a good maybe 10 year stretch there where he was probably one of the top 10 most recognizable faces, names in hockey. Of course, that culminating with the, the gold medal win for Canada, which they showed a bit too much during the ceremony. That really, that really twisted the knife. Uh, I'm still feeling some pain for that as a proud American, but probably one of the greatest hockey games I've ever seen. So uh, another reason why the NHL needs to get back to the Olympics, Doug, but that's a conversation for another time. Um, but yeah, for, for, for Lou to get that honor, so deserved. Um, so now what do we have now? He's in the Ring of Honor Vancouver, number retired by the Panthers, in the Hall of Fame. We're going to have to come up with some more things here. I don't know, maybe a separate Roberto Luongo award. Maybe, maybe there should be an award that he gives out every year where he gets to then make a statement and then give out the award. That way we get him coming back each and every year. Maybe over on the Territory Talk podcast we could do a uh, Territory Talk annual achievement award. <laughs> And give him the first one, then name it after him. And then make him come on the podcast for five minutes every year to hand out the next one. Why not? (laughs) That's brainstorming right here uh, for a production meeting for Territory Dog. Anyway, the Panthers and the Edmonton Oilers tonight in Edmonton. Doug Plagans here alongside Jamison Olive. And you can hear from him in the second intermission tonight, of course. But Jamison Panthers and the Oilers, as I mentioned, the Panthers had a a nice win over Edmonton at home. They fell behind in that game earlier in the season, overcame a 2-0 deficit. That was a game where... 
as, as Jack Michaels, who I talked with last segment, pointed out, uh, the Panthers' supporting cast really stepped up big in that game. Nico Mikla scored twice in that game. The Kevin Stenlin goal was uh, really the big game changer, I think, in that game as well. So there were some, uh, some big impacts made across the board in that game. The Panthers win over the Oilers 5-3 back in Sunrise earlier on in the campaign. Tonight, the Panthers and the Oilers. Edmonton, though, coming from a little different place. They've had a chance to get their feet under them with their new head coach. Last time these two teams played, the coaching change had just happened. Uh, They just had an eight-game win streak snapped. They've been scoring a lot, but I think the biggest thing people were looking at with Edmonton, because people know they can score, it's they were doing a little bit better job keeping the puck out of their net, doing a little bit better job in their own zone. Uh, Anytime you have this kind of star power go head-to-head, it's always interesting. Uh, This game tonight Panthers and the Oilers what do you what do you expect first and foremost when you think about this one well you pointed it out and it's actually one of those great funny hockey things is when the Panthers first played the Oilers in Edmonton it was the fire everybody time whereas now a couple weeks later a month and a half later it's that we're winning the Stanley Cup so that's just what happens in hockey and that's why once again go back to the Panthers you shouldn't get too high or too low off two losses in the regular season but uh, I expect uh, some fireworks I expect a great game the Panthers you talk about a team with a chip on their shoulder right now after being shut out in each last two games they're going to want to come out assert themselves early find some goals um you look at the Oilers like you said you know eight game winning streak just snapped they're going to want to not let that build too much and not suddenly get back to losing and stringing losses together so it's going to mean a lot for them especially on on home ice closing out the season series here in Edmonton um but I'm looking for you know Kachuk I'm looking for Barkov I'm looking for Ryan I'm looking for the big guns to really do something here for the Panthers uh against the big guns of the Oilers you know Connor McDavid if you hold him off the score sheet, that's great. It doesn't happen often, so you got to assume he's going to get a goal or an assist somewhere. So uh, it's kind of what you have to do against Edmonton. You always got to imagine you're, you're not going to win one nothing against the Oilers. The Panthers know that going in. So the Panthers not only have to get back to scoring goals, but they got to probably score a couple in this game. Yeah, the Panthers and the Oilers, for a couple of teams that don't play each other all that much, always seem to have some entertaining ones against each other. So I'd imagine a full entertainment value potentially for tonight's contest. Again, it's going to be a 10 o'clock faceoff, 9.30 Panthers preview across the race. Radio Network, we invite you to tune in for that one. And then uh, the road trip, finally, Jameson, will wrap up. Monday night, the Panthers are going to be in Calgary. They finish this little jaunt through Alberta, a 9.30 Eastern time face-off, 9 o'clock Panthers preview. I know uh, the players keep it one day at a time, but uh, for us, looking ahead to another trip to the to the Saddle Dome to round out this road trip, uh, obviously there's different subplots, players who've been, uh, you know, on the, uh, who've played for the opponent uh, at previous times in their career. There's always that. But uh, for the Panthers, it's going to be another big chance to try and put an exclamation point on this road trip. Depending on how tonight's game goes, you'll have a chance to uh, get back out there in Calgary and really put a, put a good finish on this trip. It's a huge game. Regardless of what happens in Edmonton, you want to win the last game of a big trip like this uh, and get that good feeling back going home for some big holiday games. Um, and like you said, the biggest subplot in this game for eternity, it feels like, will be as long as all these guys are here, it's going to be, you know, Kachuk versus, you know, Huberto and Uyghur. Who has the better game? Who gets up for that game? Um, and it always seems like the Panthers have a tough time, win or lose. It's always a grind playing in Calgary. Uh, it's always tough. It always comes around this time of the season when a couple guys, you know, you're fighting it a little bit. Maybe a couple guys are sick. It feels like we always end up in Calgary at that time. So it's probably going to be maybe the toughest grinded out game of the trip, but one you definitely want to get two points on. But yeah, you're always watching for for the fallout of the Kachuk trade to see how all those pieces are doing, checking in with everyone. You know, we still love those guys. We love to see them as well, but that's going to be a huge game. And like I said, I mean, you look at this road trip as a whole, if you can find a way to beat Edmonton, find a way to beat Calgary and end this trip with, you know, a three out of five, that that's more than you can ask. It's for. a good trip. Like That's a great trip. So 
That's what the Panthers are shooting for right now. So that's what they're shooting for now. Last one before we uh, let you go here. Panthers, two games before the Christmas break, both at home once they get back from this trip. Thursday, 7 o'clock against St. Louis. We hope to see everybody out there when the Panthers get back home. Thursday at 7 against St. Louis. And then Saturday, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the first matchup for the Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights since the Cup Final. I'm sure a lot of folks have had this circled on their calendar. And uh, and for, for the Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights, last game before the Christmas break, uh, I would urge anybody to get out there and check this one out coming up a week from today. Oh, it's going to be a great game. Um, 3 p.m. is nice with everyone on the holiday break. I usually hate 3 p.m. games, but around the holidays when everyone's out of school and things like that, I think it's a great time for that game. Um, it feels like we had to wait a while for this one, which is kind of funny. Usually you get the Stanley Cup final rematch a lot earlier in the season. So although both these teams probably still have a little bit of bad blood there, I feel like there's been a little bit of time for they're kind of both worried about their own seasons now. We're, we're in the thick of it here. So uh, will that come back? Will that playoff intensity come back? I don't know. I hope it does. Obviously, some new faces on both sides, but a lot of key players still there on each end. So um, biggest game of the season today, maybe, just to kind of see where you're at. doesn't matter, you know, what's going on at that point for the Panthers. That's a game you want to win. That's two points you want. You want to kind of say, you know, yeah, you got us last year, but we're still here this year. We're going to fight you this game, and then maybe we'll see you again down the road. I don't think anybody's going to be looking past that one to Christmas. Uh, Panthers and the Golden Knights. Jamison, last thing I just thought of it, the, uh, we, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the fact, looking uh, outside of the NHL ranks for the Panthers, uh, Panthers draft pick from a couple of years back, Josh Davies, playing with the Portland Winterhawks of the Western Hockey League. Panthers signed him to a contract. We've had a chance to see him in development camps, prospect showcases, things like that the last couple of years. But for a lot of people who maybe haven't had a chance to learn about Josh Davies who or who saw that release and didn't know who Josh Davies was, can you can you enlighten us and elaborate on it? Because I know you and I have enjoyed getting to know him and, and getting to see him play on the ice the little bit that we have. Yeah, Doug, we've been driving the Josh Davies train, I feel like, ever since he got drafted uh, back in 2022. Six-round pick by the Panthers, a great find by the, the scouting team there. Still only 19 years old. Like you said, having a huge season in Portland. Uh, spent the early parts of his junior career in swift current um last season 34 points in 62 games this season 39 points in 26 games so this is kind of the offensive exploding season you kind of hope for a guy when they're at this point of their junior career he's doing it he's doing a great job he's playing over there with other panthers prospect merrick alsher um they're a great tandem but he's a guy that you know he, I, I personally feel, as, as someone that's not an NHL scout, but of course watches a lot of hockey over the last decade plus um, for the Panthers, he, he just seems like a guy you can easily draw the line from where he is now to being a bottom six guy in the NHL. He, he's got all the tools. He's got the speed. He's got the attitude. He really is kind of a, a mini Ryan Lomberg right now. You can see the skills translate. You can see where he can maybe fit down the road. Uh, we know the team loves him. And you mentioned, uh, you know, seeing him at camps and prospect tournaments. I feel like at the, the rookie showcase the last two years, he's probably a top three most notice, noticeable guy each of those years. So a guy we've been excited about for a long time, a guy whose journey now has taken you know another step here. You get that contract. It doesn't mean anything. It just means you basically got a three-year window now to really show what you can do. The team believes in you. What are you going to do with that belief? Let's find out. So um, uh, my coworker, Rob, Rob D., did a, a nice interview with him for FloridaPanthers.com. Go check that out. It just went live um, the other day. It's on the website. Um, but a guy that I'm excited to see kind of what happens at the end of this year. Because whenever he does wrap up his junior uh, time this, this year, you know he's probably going to end up in Charlotte in the AHL. Maybe he's a part of a, a playoff run at the end of this year with the Checkers. We'll see. Maybe he's a black ace with the Panthers at the end of this year. We don't know. But a guy who's really going to you know, flip that pro switch in only a couple months here. Jamison Hall of FloridaPanthers.com. Thanks very much for stopping by.
by, and uh, we will see you at the arena tonight. We'll talk to you at the second intermission. Sounds good. Thanks, Doug. Jameson All, FloridaPanthers.com, and that takes us to the end of today's program. Big thanks to Jameson for stopping by on Panthers Insider once again. Big thanks to Oilers broadcaster Jack Michaels for joining us last segment as well. Covered a lot as we anticipate tonight's game, Panthers and the Edmonton Oilers, a 10 o'clock face-off, 9.30 Panthers preview across the radio network. You can join us uh, tonight on AM 790 WAXY in Miami-Dade and Broward counties. The Panthers app takes all the guesswork out of it. 1230 The Gambler in the Palm Beaches, uh, Real Radio 1017 up in the Treasure Coast, of course, uh, Thunder Country 100.3 in the Florida Keys, and you can find us on SiriusXM app and streaming channel 932, the free Odyssey app. But like I said, the Panthers app, that takes all the guesswork out of it. Catch us there. Panthers app tonight. Again, puck drop shortly after 10 o'clock. So big thanks to Jameson. Thanks to Jack Michaels for stopping by. Big thanks to Dan Day on the other side of the glass for the great production work as always. I'm Doug Plagans. We'll talk to you next Saturday morning. This has been the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.